You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Uh, woo Can you turn my mic up just a little, or my headphones up? Just, oh, there we go. Now is, that, can, is that you? I can hear better. Yeah, sweet. It's uh, losing my hearing in the, my old age. <coughs> it's COVID. Yeah. So, uh, Chase, you just got back from a trade show, WWSRA? I did. Yeah. Did, did they make you double mask? <laughs> like at they, the sh- at the show, like they do at, the at Brighton Ski Resort. No. Uh, I think it's uh, solitude. solitude. Solitude, not Brighton. Is nope. Brighton is Brighton cool? Or is about it? I haven't skied up there. I'm not sure. I haven't skied at all because I have a broken foot. So <laughs> uh, snow basin was cool with my little yeah, your little uh, buff. my little buff. Yeah. So yeah, I like using the buffs actually. They're cool with buffs but, at basin buffs at buffs at basin buffs. Yeah, buffs should be selling a lot. Are we selling a lot oh, of buffs? Yeah, we're basically out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, you placed a reorder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. I I mentioned that we weren't going to talk about this, but now that it's brought up, <laughs> we were we were skiing at the local resort yesterday, and um, I you got te- in trouble. Teaching my kids, I got in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got a mask. Well, it wasn't a cold day, and. <laughs> So I didn't think that I needed a mask COVID, over my face. COVID doesn't work out. It only exists no. when it's cold. <laughs> right. And uh, we're, we're at the bottom of the lift, and it's me and my son and nobody else around. We're the only ones in line at the bottom of the lift. And there's a kid working the lift, and he's a ways away from us. And, uh, and we're just going to get on the lift. And as we're about to get on the lift, he's like, hey, you need a mask on. I, I'm told that like the people that employ me He's trying me to do here, his job. Trying yeah. to do my, his job. People that employ me here tell me that I have to tell you that you have to have a mask on. And do you have a mask? And I said, no, I don't. And he's like, well, I can get you one. And I was like, well, we're getting on the lift. We're going to be social distance. And I'm trying to help my son because it's like his second time ever getting Are on there, the lift. Is there anybody else there? No. Not a, There's no, no line? There's no line. There's It's me and my son. And then like six feet away is this kid. He's got a mask on. You can always like duck your chin in your coat if you need to, right? Like, right. But my because it was a warm night, oh, I had yeah. my coat unzipped partially i would have had to zip it You're up. breaking all the rules i was breaking all the rules and so um i was trying to help my son get on the lift as this lift chair is whipping around and about to take our the back of our legs out and he's trying to run and grab a mask and chase me down to give me a mask before i you know take off so i don't it's the law indoors indoors i don't know what the law law is like for outside or if it just matters if it's like a private so it's uh, not, company or whatever i don't know if we're if we're being if we're like being picky about our terminology it's not the law it's not even an actual law it's, it's not a, a it's law. Guideline. the health, a guideline. health department could potentially shut you down your business or fine you 
uh, you could get a fine as a business. It's a it's a yeah. mandate. So we 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 have it it's mandated a, at the at, at our at the shop, but not right because it's yeah you, you don't we try to we try to be to, safe and yeah, we, we try to follow along we don't find we don't want to cause problems unnecessarily like we're we're trying to do what's right and and uh, and the hard part with with the ski safe. resort by yourself is that what if you're skinning with your kid. So then the only other person would be someone, so the lifty who is probably six feet away from you. Most of the oh, time they are. Yeah, he's at least. Um, unless unless they out. need to help you. But what if he had to help you? Did you get distracted? Got yeah. Got an amber alert. Got an amber alert. Oh. Um, was that what all the noises, all the beeping Yeah, that was? buzzing oh, okay. and Crap, going it's a, it's a gold Lexus GX460. Oh, oh, boy. Is that your car? Yeah. But it's not. It's really it's a Volkswagen. Oh, I'm, I, I got it now. So my phone is <laughs> thanks AT and T. Apparently, a little behind. Well, I don't know. I have T Mobile. It's a red Volkswagen Jetta Gi, which okay. I thought this was the same one that was last week, but no. Oh, there's two people they're looking for, huh? Anyway, they're always they're stealing <laughs> kids. This is what they do. They still. It's like the one party's not happy, so they go kill. Kill. Woo, that was not. Uh, they go steal the. the ch- <laughs> this is terrible. So hopefully, keep your eye out. Amber alert. Yeah. I love those things. I was driving the other day, and and it popped up on my phone, and because it, it tells you like the car and the license plate. Oh yeah. I was driving through Ogden, and I was looking at all the cars. I'm, like, I'm gonna find. I'm gonna be the guy who finds. <laughs> it. I'm gonna call this in. Like right. I was on it. I'm like, yeah. This is. Can you imagine good. if every single person is look like you can't get away? Right. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Fantastic idea. Anyway, so yeah, ski resorts, and then I mentioned that, and well, you're like, the felt, kid's probably I, fired now. I felt bad. I felt got bad him in trouble. I was uh, I was more worried about getting my son on the lift than I was about getting a mask on my face. And this kid was trying so hard to do his job. Felt kind of bad because I was like, dude, I'm I'm six feet away. We're good. We're good. And he was like, uh, I need to do my job. And so I felt bad a little bit. But then you guys are telling me about some of the, you know, the other requirements at other resorts. And it made me feel like, OK, my local resort really isn't that bad. No, they're actually pretty compared, relaxed compared um, to other places. No, they're yeah, they're, they're not that bad. However, I'm at some point here. Um, I'm not going to understand mask mandate <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because a lot. I don't know what the percentages of the people who have had it. I'm, it's it's small as, as far as the overall population that's documented, but the undocumented is actually getting. It's pretty up. Like I've had it. Nobody knows I've had it. You know, like I, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, yeah. So it's weird. But in, there's a lot of people like me out there. Um, like it's not on record necessarily. So plus the vaccinations. So plus the vaccinations, which are millions and millions a month that are going out. So at some point it's going to be like, okay, well, when's it, what, what are we doing? Like, yeah. are we waiting for like the very last person in like <laughs> to get back? Like what, you know what I mean? Like how, do, what does it take before you're, you move on to that? So I'm assuming it'll, I mean, I have a bad feeling it's going to be all of 2021 where we're going to be into like the late fall before people start relaxing about mask mandates or more. Or, or longer. Or yeah. longer. And now there's this, there are these new strains. Depends on how long they can, well, yeah, okay, years. Yeah. Years. <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's, uh, there's some issues with getting people vaccinated, so the longer it takes, the longer everything is going to take. I just want to go to Disneyland. <laughs> 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 I want to take, take my family. I think we canceled again this year. 
Because we tried, we tried to go. We go like every third or fourth year. Mm-hmm. We tried to go in 2020. It obviously didn't work out. So we rebooked for this spring, May, thinking, dude, there's no way it's going to be closed in May of 21. And we just talked last night as a family and like, we might have to do something else. I don't think it's going to be a go. Yeah. So we talked about doing Disney World, but even then it's the hoops you have to jump through right now. It's like, maybe we just Not go... Go to Yellowstone, Yellowstone next year a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it local, yeah. something like that. Anyway, but what we're actually talking about today. That was an eight and a half minute <laughs> intro. So they didn't, requi- they didn't require you to double mask. No. Like they do at Solitude. Correct. Just a single mask. Just a single mask. Probably because yeah. they're, well, out, when you, uh, I'm just curious as to the. Res- the reasoning behind solitude's double mask. I have no idea what that means, but it, they're extra caution, I guess. Was it like negative 10 degrees and they were afraid of f- people getting frostbite? So they're like, you really <laughs> should double mask? I totally would if that's the case. Being <laughs> in the cold sucks. I hate I hate masks even in cold weather. I have a beard for that reason. When it's zero degrees out, I don't wear a mask, generally. Do you know my favorite pictures? I mean, pictures? I wear a mask. If are, the, like are the runners with beards in the near the great lakes and, and it just, just freeze like frozen icicles yeah. all over the beards it's, the, it's pretty cool yeah yeah anyway Jane. you went to what, what is what is this trade show you went to uh wwsra wwsra yeah it's the regional what regional would trade santa show? claus uh read at home i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i was trying uh, this is a pretty good shot what's it stand for uh, Western Winter Sports Rep Association. And that's basically where we go to see the gear for next year instead of outdoor retailer and then place mm-hmm. orders for our shop. Yep, exactly. So it's it's regional. It's very low-key. It's not the fancy booths and all that that you see at OR. It's just a table and chairs and you talk about product. Do you like that better than OR? Like, do you feel like you're there's a different connection with reps there? Or is it the uh, same? Yeah. OR is great, but, like, you you can't have a good conversation at OR because there's so much going on. Rarely do you sit down at a table and have like a good conversation and catch up with the rep and how is the rep doing and how are we doing? It's like, there's so much going on. There's music in the next booth. There's so much distraction. So I feel like OR is just like, it's just a surface level. Like let's go and let's go have a good time and we'll, we'll act like we're doing business at the same time. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No, I, I like OR. It's a lot yeah. of fun to go to, but OR is fun, you know, um, where WW it's like, I can go done. and get some stuff done. Yeah. Um, it's de- oh, WW is way more productive. That's for sure. Oh, well, that's good. But they just, do they bring as much product? Like do they bring full lines to? W- yeah, they have yeah. the full line. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, Depending on the brand, but yeah, for the most part. Just not the cool. elaborate sets that go with each booth. And you don't have the yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars booths, and they're also not paying the union in Denver to set up their booth for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, they got like a table. Yep. Yeah. It's way cheaper for them. So. And then how many, like how big is it? How many different vendors are there? Um, This year's like been 100 different. or 50? Um, in a typical dub dub year, I bet they're like, so Dub Dub, when OR moved to Denver, Dub Dub grew a ton. Um, I remember going to it the year before OR left because people in Utah didn't want to drive to Denver or whatever. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I th- I think we're gonna see a shift to regional trade shows, and OR is 
I would not be surprised if OR never was a thing again. Um, I I, kind of hope it is in the sense that it's kind of fun to go to. I think it's fun for the industry to have a party once Mm -hmm. a year. Yeah. Certainly don't need it three times a year, which they were trying to do. No, don't need it three times a year. And like I I said, when OR moved, Dub Dub started to grow. And the last um, preview, like last OR or Dub Dub show I went to before COVID hit, there was, let's see, there's five buildings at the Utah State Fairgrounds that were full of vendors. Whoa. Um, and so I, one of them's two stories. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was a decently large show. I, a couple hundred vendors, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I mean, there's a few food trucks there, so you don't have to leave. Um, it, it's a good time. Um, it's very productive, though. It's three days, and I feel like I can go down for two or three days and just knock appointments out this year has been different because of covid um there's a quarter of the amount of reps sure yeah um if even like it's it's sparse you've been taking previews and stuff online yeah i hate um, it <laughs> you do oh i don't like it at all you just if, can't see the if product a rep and... gives me an option like in person or virtual i'm gonna take in person every single time um virtual stupid it really is when because when you want to buy for buying stuff for buying yeah especially it, a pair we certainly can't feel it the lighting the texture or anything the lighting like. is different the texture the there's it's almost like buying off of cat images like i hate cat which i don't know how you do that you either but you, you guys not yeah. like patagonia they have mostly all cat images in their catalog um so it's just it's just not the same doing the virtual showing stuff and they're not as productive um, I'm in the office and people are always coming in and inter- interrupting and asking questions. And um, I, Sorry. Feel like, I feel like sales reps themselves aren't as aren't as focused. invested in the preview when it's like over Zoom. That's what I've noticed. Um, so I, I just don't feel like it's as, product- as productive. Maybe it's just productive, but I don't enjoy it near as much. Um, you know, back when I was when I was doing the buying and we were buying apparel and stuff like that, you really need to touch a fat uh, a piece of apparel and you need to try it on in some cases if you can see how it fits see how it feels and stuff because if you have something that looks awesome and you touch it and it's rough and not soft or whatever most men won't buy it and not a single woman would ever buy it if it doesn't feel good mm-hmm. on and if you have something and and it looks really good and you feel and it feels really good and you put it on and it fits wrong there's no way you're going to sell it. And so you got to know those things before you buy it. Otherwise, you'll never sell the product. Do you remember that Rab jacket I, I had, that uh, synthetic um, the with Xenon? the shiny, the Xenon? Yeah. Xenon's back again this year with that shiny fabric. Um, if you haven't, I mean, that's hard to, I love that fabric. Yeah. But you, to see in person, I'm sure is much different than seeing it on through, right. through the old interwebs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's stupid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't like it. Um, so, so is it mostly? Is it apparel? Is it mostly hard goods? Is it everything? It's so they have Dub Dub is split into two shows. Um, they have an early show and a late show. So December and January. The December one is more apparel, and the January one is more hard goods. Um, typically, hard goods have a later ordered um, deadline. Well, you think it'd be different, but um, well, hard goods they're not doing as much in sizing and colors, and 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 so they can manufacture in a quicker time period from what I understand. Hmm. Um, 
I don't know. I don't work on supply chain. But, yeah. Um, so I did the first show in December and got stuff done then and then did the second show. The, also, the second show is, I know in the past, it's been more focused on snowboards and skis. Um, but now it's evolving because OR is left and OR and SIA are no longer happening. It's kind of just two shows. Um, but yeah, it was a successful show. Saw some, some cool new things. Um, did you see, uh, I saw an article that's, well, there was the, the Toyota truck house. Did they have a Toyota truck house <laughs> down there? They did not. Have a it's only $285,000 at base at base. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the, that? I think they said like as shown it was three hundred and eighty five thousand dollars. Greg, something like that. Google that. Toyota Tacoma truck house. Okay. It's it's only two eighty five. Yeah, it's cheap. Yeah. I want, um, so they didn't have those. Do they do overlanding stuff down there? No. It's more, okay. That's, yeah. So no, and I saw the other article which I talked to um, Cody about. He said they didn't have, but Jones is is kicking out an apparel line. Jones yeah. snowboards. Whoa. Are you looking at the Toyota Tacoma truck house, Greg? Yeah. I I think it's that sweet. thing is sick. Oh man. I like I, so I'm cool. kind of skeptical. It's more than my house payment. It's cool, but it's I would love to I see it with a spend that much I would love to see with a tundra body. Yeah, I don't I don't see like I would get a Tacoma for going adventuring with just the truck. Here's the, que- here's the question. If you're loading it up and making it heavy, then what's the point? I mean, I'm sure they've done a ton of well, a V8 work to that. Engine. It's a big engine. But here's here's my it question. It looks sweet, though. Would yeah, you rather have, really if you had the money, would you rather have that or like a brand new decked out van, like a Mercedes van or I'll, something? I'll take an Earth Roamer. Uh, eh, <laughs> those are more expensive. <laughs> they start like five. Yeah. So if you had 200 grand to spend and you could get like the new Revel, or, you know, the Mercedes van reveled, totally decked, ready to go for everything outdoor. Or would you go with, like, the toy Because that's the, who they're competing against. Right. I would honestly probably go with the Mercedes because there's more livable space. I would, too, yeah. Because mm. um, if I'm doing something, like, if I want something small as, a, as an overlander, if I want to go on technical trails and get places, you got to have something smaller than this or the van. If I'm going places where something this big can go, then a van, Mercedes van, four-wheel drive, lifted and stuff, it's going to be able to get there too, and you're going to be more comfortable. Probably going to be nicer to drive on the freeway. Um, that cost is just... Yeah. I mean, it looks expensive. sweet, but like, yee, my knee, way too expensive. 285000 to start. That's before you add the heated floors, according to this... Yeah, there's it's like horrible. a there's like a breakdown. And it's like the 285 is like very basic. Does so it come like, with wheels? <laughs> I don't even know, but it doesn't come with like the, it, like there's no TV or, or sound or anything in there. Um, but then like you have to pay an extra hundred thousand dollars to get like the TV and the sound and. Like, oh man, yeah, it's. I mean, I guess this could probably go some places that the that a. Uh, Mercedes, Mercedes van couldn't, but got a higher clearance. I would hope so. I just it's a truck base. Yeah, but I mean, even still, I just think that's heavy for a Tacoma. If I want, like yeah, if I want a an overlanding rig, I'm gonna probably get a Land Cruiser and put some bigger wheels, better suspension, uh, fridge, and a few of those types of things in it. And I'm that's, gonna go places. And if I want a like tourer where I can go for long periods of time and 
see a lot of area and still go on some dirt roads and stuff, I'd probably get a Mercedes van. Or How much money would you save if you just went to the old Toyota lot today, bought a brand new 2021, totally decked out Toyota, and then drove over to the RV store and got a little a camper on the back. camper on the back. Or get one of those like four wheel camper yeah. things well, or whatever, which are expensive too. The TRD Tacoma TRD Pro is like fifty five thousand. Yeah, something like that. Somewhere in there. The camper's got to be twenty five, thirty. You could be know. under under a hundred k and get brand new loaded truck yeah. and trailer. Now this one probably has upgraded suspension. It looked like oh, it had yeah. bigger wheels, all that stuff. But even still, you can do that, upgraded wheels and upgraded suspension for three grand, four grand easily. Even if you put 15000 under the truck, right? you're, <laughs> you're saving a hundred and something thousand dollars. That's crazy. Yeah. And, huh. that's, and you could go full on Tacoma and a camper yeah. and all that and be under a hundred grand. Yeah. I still Tacoma like- Tacoma or Tundra? What did, did I say? You Tacoma? said Tacoma. Tacoma. I meant. Yeah. I, meant I think I would be more interested in that if it was a t- as it was a tundra. Right. Um. I like Tacomas, but the more and more I've researched them, the more I'm like they just they're they don't have very much power. Uh, my Lexus has more payload than a Tacoma does. Um, He's bragging about his Lexus and <laughs> way way more horsepower. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's a literally you think a grandma would drive that thing. And Tacoma is less capable. So yeah. not necessarily, but I Greg was one of the ones that talked me out of a Tacoma. <laughs> and into it. And into the one, one I'm driving right now. But I, I think Tacomas are cool. And would I drive that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. But I think a Tundra would be sweet. Did you see anything new, exciting, fun down at the show? Or, or did you just stick to like your appointments that you had to go to? I through? stuck mainly to my appointments. Um, <laughs> I trying to think. Honestly, there's some snowboard stuff that was pretty cool that that Cody was looking at that I kind of joined him for. Um, but I can't do it justice trying to explain what I saw. So From not, what brands? Um, Jones uh, K2 K2 had some really cool stuff going yeah. on. Um, and Solomon Solomon's always crashing the the board game. Um, so I <laughs> I was meeting with Tyrolia Head and Tyrolia and. That I was like, yeah, we're, we're re-releasing, releasing this, finding a new one. It's gonna be a seventeen din. And I'm just like, <laughs> what's the point? My gosh, who in the right mind is skiing at seventeen din? So I watched this video. I don't, I don't understand the point. It's, stupid. it's so your legs don't come out. It's so that you're uh, basically in a snowboard binding. Just put on like if you're a fit and lock your toes. You're good. <laughs> right. If you're Candy Thovex, yeah, yeah, ski on a seventeen din binding. But if you're at anyone skiing at Snow Basin, <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a real skinny guy anymore. And, like, back when I was a skinny guy and I was skiing a lot harder, um, I thought I was cool by cranking my din up to 12 or 13 or whatever because I was like, oh, I'm such a hardcore skier or whatever. Well, now I'm 200 pounds. I still ski pretty hard, and I realize I really don't need to be over a 9 or a 10. That's interesting you say that because I bet the – the best skier in the world, the heaviest, who's the heaviest, is probably still under 180 or something, right? Like, they got to be pretty light. <laughs> and most of them are pretty I – mean, I'm even thinking, like, ski racers are pretty – they have big, thick legs. Right. But they're, they're I mean, thin up you top. Might, you might have, like, a 200-pounder. 
but you're not going to be getting up to like 300 pounders that are skiing super hard with tiny feet in uh-huh. order to I mean, I don't mean to judge, if, but show, send the videos our way, I guess. But, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, did you see the, I saw there was a video of, or it was an article about a ski boot that was sort of soft like a s- snowboard boot oh apex what what is that what is that is they, this like they, a real thing or they've been around for years okay um there's a reason why you haven't heard of them yeah yeah i mean i remember them oh, they've probably been around for 10 years are you familiar with them nope yeah they've probably been around they've been around for a while they're definitely not new they're pushing harder now maybe they haven't been around that long but i feel like they've been around when i was in high school but it's basically a snowboard boot. Or it's basically a ski liner. Oh, I've seen those. A beefed up ski liner that you can throw in a shell and it turns into a ski boot. And would I ever ski on it? No. No way. Um, so I do you remember, this might be before your time, Chase. In fact, you might have not even been born when these things were around. Wow. Um, Cars. <laughs> what? The um, Rosignol made a soft boot for, for many years. And it oh. was it was like yeah real soft and it had like a boa on the front right uh, Did it? it was pre boa I think mm-hmm. um, but it was just like a it was kind of like a soft liner sort of with a little bit of a plastic shell kind of like a pre apex yeah I've type I've thing. seen those. I think my sister might have skied on one of those when she was learning when, yeah back yeah in the day. long time ago um I could be wrong but there's a reason why they didn't keep that up. Yeah, like ski boots are uncomfortable and they're plastic and they're not fun, but they work. <laughs> so And you know, I um I went when I started doing touring boots, I thought, man, these are so comfortable because I can flex and I can walk and stuff. And then I went back and then I've been in touring boots for years and years, and I went back and I put on a normal Alpine ski boot and it was so comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I was blown away. I was like, wow, I real I didn't realize how uncomfortable my touring boots had become. Um, but I put on just a normal ski boot and they were so cushy and the liner was so thick and I'm used to this real thin flexi liner um from my my touring boots. Mainly probably because I always get the real lightweight touring boots. Um but I was surprised. Ski boots have come a ways, especially like the head boots. Head boots are super I, comfy. I'm a fan. I think head's doing good stuff. Yeah. I'm in a pair of heads right now, and I really like them. You're um, wearing Vans, actually. Yeah, I am. He's like, pro, right he's now. like the Vans are the new thing. I'm kind of jealous. I, they, I, look, they look cool. I had not purchased a pair of shoes, like lifestyle everyday shoes, since 2015, 16. Somewhere because you work in a gear shop and just and buy. I buy like runners. Yeah, bikers. like Solewas like or. Blundstones, um, but just like kick around skate shoes slash whatever. And as uh, I got my stimulus check, and I'm like, I'm gonna stimulate the economy. I'm gonna buy some new vans. <laughs> so I bought some vans. They look good. Thank you. Anyway, so you're skiing on head ski boots. Yeah. Now, skiing on head ski for your, boots. For your inbound boot. Mm hmm. And you like them? I love them. Yeah. They're great. No complaints, honestly. And, They're and lightweight. They, they replaced the Dal Bellows, right? Yeah. Yep. And which I love Dal Bellows as well. Yeah, Dal Bellows makes a great boot. Um, the heads I think are even better. Uh, as far as what I'm on versus what I was on. Yeah. I like them better. Um, but yeah, it's good stuff for sure. So uh, I heard that uh, Solomon has a new ski. Yeah, Solomon. It's called the QST Blink. Um, 
And they QST call it, blink. Yeah, they call it the blink QST like blink, blink my eyes or blank like, like a blank paper. Blink like a blank paper. Like blank. so when it snows, blank. the mountain is a blank canvas. And so you can use the ski as your When I'm on it, I go so fast I pass you in a blink. <laughs> but that's, so that's not, not it. it. Oh, okay. All right. This is what happens Try. when artists start naming skis. Yeah. It's like a blank, blank. canvas. Blank. Blank. Okay. It's is it there, are there graphics on it or no, it's blank? it's white. It's yeah, white sick. with some gray accents on top and you then know. the base is blue and or blue and pink, I think. You Whoa, know. That's weird. It's that's cool. sweet until you lose it on a powder day. That's very true. <laughs> You're just like, "Well, great. I'll come back in the spring." Yeah. Um I was actually very impressed. I I spent most of the day meeting with ski companies and you, you fill their skis and you kind of bend them and flex them and get a feel for how they would maybe ski. Cause you can't ski anything. Yeah. Right should now mention you can't ski anything because so. COVID hit and apparently you can't ski, do well, demo skis. You don't want the ski demo events. COVID. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm, I'm flexing them all out and, um, you know, it feels good whatever. And then that, that uh, everyone has a different style of ski that they like. Um, and I like, I tend to like a little bit softer ski, um, than something that's really, really stiff. I don't weigh a ton. You don't ski very hard either. I don't ski very hard. Right. Um, but I just, I tend to like something that's a little softer, not, not park ski soft, but just a little softer. Um, and I feel like the thing in the industry is the wider it gets, the stiffer it has to be, which in, in a sense it does, um, just with physics i guess and how like the wider the ski the harder you're going to push it maybe you should be a little bit stiffer um but there's some of the skis out there that like the 120 115 120 wasted skis are just almost so stiff that it feels like you're riding on a two by four yeah um or and or maybe more accurately like a two by ten two yeah two by ten that's true there's just no flex to them or the flex is just not something that i love but this and i've flexed a lot of skis throughout the day on Tuesday. I was like, oh, they're, they're all good, and I'm sure they're fun. And now I'm coming from the Nomad 115, which is a pretty stiff ski in my mind. Um, it's definitely on the stiffer's end of the spectrum, and I still love this ski. Um, but this QST Blank, it's 112 underfoot, and it's not super stiff. It's like a good kind of more pro- progressive flex to the ski. Um, I am really stoked to try it out. I... Out of all the skis that I saw at the show, it's probably the one that I would be the most interested in trying out. Are there skis that you touched, bent, felt, did all the things you could do Caress. to you, e, caress? Yeah, be careful what you're saying there. W- without skiing it. And then when you skied it, you were like, I did not expect it to ski like that. Um, because the, cause how do you freaking buy a ski without skiing on it? That yeah, just blows well, my that's mind. That's very true. Um, yes, actually. There's a. The ski sticks out. Um, it's been like three years since I've skied on it, but the Sago Bighorn, I think it was the Bighorn. I think, I can't remember. Um, but I remember flexing the ski out and just kind of getting a feel for it when we were at their booth. I was like, eh, probably a little bit, um, a little bit burlier than what I would want to ski on. And I got on it and it was, to this day, top five skis I think I've ever skied on. Oh, wow. Um, it had a metal plate in it, top to bottom, so it was heavy and it was beefy. But it wasn't so beefy that you couldn't enjoy cruddier, tighter turns or just groomer skiing. Like, but you could balls the wall, ski really hard on it, and it was very, very stable. You'd feel really comfortable making big drops on it. And um, 
it was it was such a fun ski. Mm. So yes, it very it skied very differently than what I was expecting it to ski, mm. but it was fun. Um, even like the natural, the natural one hundred and one skis a little bit different than I think you'd expect it to ski. Um, so yes, from Icelandic. Yeah, from Icelandic. So, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited to get on that new QS2 blank. I'm sure you're going to hear a lot about it. There's going to be a lot of press behind it. Um, it seems like it's going to be a pretty popular ski. And the QSTs are popular, so they are. Yeah. Um, and at 112, like it, that's a, it's wider for sure, but it's not the 120 that you're seeing in some of these skis out there that are just massive. So um, before we close out this one, Corey said that there was a new atomic ski. <laughs> It's new atomic binding. Binding, sorry. Binding. That has, um, you know, you got to plug it in. You got to charge it overnight. Um, you ready for this, Greg? What the? An electric ski touring binding. Did you look it up? Did you find any, any info on it I at didn't. all? I need to reach out to Atomic and ask them about it. Court. But apparently it has a slopeometer in the hill. And so as you're going up to ski steeper <laughs> stuff, the hill riser automatically rises. So that it's more efficient. So it's a touring binding. Yeah, and it, I guess it's and it weighs it, seven hundred pounds. Does it have no? Little, it's really lightweight. Really? Um, because I think that the target market is schema, so that you don't have to fiddle with schema. Oh, really? You don't have to fiddle with hill risers during races. I could be wrong, but that's what Corey made it wow. sound like. Is Are there little like little tracks that come out from the? side of the binding that go into the snow that spin and help you, help <laughs> yeah. you up the mountain and, and then I think, they tuck back in when you're doing I think they're actually it's like the James Bond version. It's actually on the back and it's like this little round thing that spits fire out the back. And just propels you it's up. Basically yeah. basically a jet engine. Like on a your foot. like a bat it the Batmobile on your foot. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very curious. Maybe I'd buy that. maybe Corey was just yanking our chain, but but that's what it sounds like. So I don't know. That's, that's pretty wild. The, that's how the world is going. Yeah, I everything's. I cannot tell you how bad I do not want to have electric in my ski binding. <laughs> I would just say that. <laughs> Me too. But do you like electrically heated boots? No, it's different. But no, I don't. I don't mm. own those. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm sure they're great, but. Well, that's a they're great until they stop working, and yeah. then you're like, "I want this hill riser up, and this isn't working." And or it works on the one and the one left side, <laughs> not the right side. You're like, "Come on, <laughs> yeah. what's going on?" Like, uh, that's yeah. how I see it. They're like my, me with my broken foot. Well, that's a decent wrap up. I mean, I'm sure there's a ton going on at those shows, but mm-hmm. okay. We I, talked about a few other things. Too. Weird. I, say, Weird. I, I apologize to the listeners. We were going on, <laughs> coming on here to talk about skis, and we spent 15 minutes talking about lots of everything other, else, and about stuff. two minutes talking about skis. Oh, well, we got some skis in there. Yeah. 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 Anyway, for anybody that uh, is also annoyed, uh, I haven't even skied there, and I'm just annoyed by it. Solitude with the <laughs> double mask rule. Go let their let their uh, don't executive, don't yell at the lifties. Just don't, don't yell at yell the, the lifties. lifties. Yeah, it's not, it's not the lifties. Let fault. their no. executives know that this is a little bit over the top. Unless you're on board with that. That's yeah, unless you want to, I guess. I I think that like this is the message to the lifties. There is a right and a wrong way to tell someone to put a mask on too. Um, I've seen some incredible lifties that are just like, hey, hey, dude, like little yeah. action. You're like, oh, sorry, like. When you're skiing and you have a mustache and scruffy crap on here, the scruff just pulls your mask right down, right? Yeah. You're having a conversation with someone, falls yeah. off, don't even think about it. Right. And so I've had lifties that are very nice. But I've also ran to lifties that have said, put your damn mask on. And I'm like, whoa. Like, <laughs> like you know, you could just say, hey, dude, can you put your mask on? 
And so I think that us as skiers are guilty. We need to be more cognizant of put your mask on. It sucks. It's not fun, but Meh. stupid policy right now. So you're going to do it, right? Well, I'm hoping but, this is the only year yeah. ever. But on the flip side, all you lifties out there, I know a lot of you guys are like 16, 17, 18. <laughs> <laughs> Be smart. I, I, I was talking to a patroller at a local mountain the other day who was not in his patrol coat and the lifty told him to put his damn mask on. <gasps> and he said, uh, excuse me. And he said, you heard me. And they got in a little bit of an argument and the patroller got on the lift and rode up to the top and came back down and didn't have his mask on because he wanted to see what the lifty was going to say. And the lifty called him out again. And he said, you know, I'm a patroller here, right? He's like, well, you well, you should be putting your mask on. He's like, we need to treat our customers with more respect. And they had this whole this whole argument. And Mountain Ops had to come down. And the head patroller came down. And <laughs> This is so, some mountain drama. It's, it's like, it, it, <laughs> yeah. it sucks. But I think it's a good lesson that, like, it's not Just gonna, be nice to everybody. Going, Respect people by wearing a mask. Be respectful if they're supposed to have it on and they're not. And it's like, I like your little, like, hey. Yeah. Like, not don't. Like, <laughs> it's not going anywhere. You can't see that on the podcast, but yeah. So gentle mask maneuvers on. Yes. Not over the top man- motions that with yeah. the middle finger. Exactly. Be, you know, just, after, just be chill. After this conversation. Everybody should get along. I feel a little bit bad that I didn't. No, I don't feel bad, actually. <laughs> you usually do, though. You actually have, you kind of have a soft. You're hard-headed, and then you feel bad about it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I was thinking about, like, the 16-year-old kid. I wasn't I wasn't a jerk to him. I was I was intentionally trying not to be a jerk, but I was also like, hey, we're getting on the lift, and, like, my son, it's his first time, and I w- we didn't have a lot of time to worry about a mask. And my son, he's, like, brand new to skiing, gotten on the lift once, which I was, he's also shorter. I'm trying to help him onto the lift while worrying about a mask, when literally there's nobody be around us, so I was like trying to be nice, but also like, dude, well, I'm those not little worry um, about this right now. I mean, it's not family mountain, but it is kind of a family mountain. Like, fam- it's not family owned, in other words, but right. it is like so small that particular place you're talking about. Right. Um, it does feel like you're, it's it's your house. You know? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like, but I mean, I I understand. I I'm impressed that kid. He was, he's the type of employee I would want to employ because he's really trying to do his job. And like he wasn't trying, trying to do it right. He wasn't trying to be a jerk. He was trying to, he was very polite and very nice, but also very committed to trying to help me. Good man. Keep it up. So it was junior. Him, but, um, but I think that, uh, I, I won't be skiing at solitude this year. If oh, you're going to require a double One, it's mask. in Salt Lake. I'd drive all the way down there. Right. Yeah. I don't go to solitude. Unless I find out that like 90% of the people that used to ski at solitude aren't skiing there anymore. And there's a powder day. I might be willing, willing yeah, to hey, wear a double let, mask. Yeah, if there's a powder a day, every single resort in Utah will be, because there hasn't been one yet. <laughs> right. So it's been yeah. a really bad winter. Yeah. All right, close this up. Yesterday this when we were skiing with the family, it was it was raining. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's not cool. <laughs> so, anyway. All right, thanks for joining us for this random podcast. Um, if you enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to subscribe. If you didn't enjoy the podcast, maybe you listen to a few of our others. They're a little, <laughs> bit, a little better. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I hope I hope you enjoyed uh, a little bit of our ski talk and a little bit of our mask talk and, and whatever. 
Um, if it's you have an opinion, forty degrees in Ogden right now. I know it was fifty yesterday. It's crazy. Stupid. I'm in a yeah. t-shirt. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yesterday it was fifty. It was forty degrees of the mountain, and it was. We didn't go while it was raining. We went after the rain stopped, but it was a slushy, slushy night. And then when it when it got cold by about the time we were about to leave, and it got cold, that slush turned to ice, and it mm-hmm. made it for tricky skiing for mm-hmm. the kiddos. Anyway, um, yeah, if you enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to subscribe. If you want to share your opinion on how stupid we are for not liking masks or how how uh, much you don't like masks either, whatever your opinion is, share it with us. We'd love to interact. So uh, I don't know the best way to share it with us, but uh, you probably do. I don't know. Instagram? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Uh, check out our website, gear30.com. That's G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com for deals on the latest and greatest of outdoor gear and skiing gear and um, stuff. Kind of all that outdoor stuff. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at gear underscore three zero and like us on Facebook. And that's it. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. See you out there. Woo-hoo.